everybody, and welcome to The Magical Mouse. This is episode 9 of The Magical Mouse, and today we'll be talking about what we did in the year 2020 and what we hope to do and hope to see from Disney World in 2021. If this is your first time listening to The Magical Mouse, welcome. My name is Ryan, and shortly for this week on Main Street, I'll be joined by my other three co-hosts. We are a Disney Parks podcast that focuses specifically on our home park here in Orlando, Florida, Walt Disney World. Before we get into this week's main segment, a little housekeeping notes. We have a brand new YouTube video. Uh, We went on a trip to the Festival of the Arts before it winds down here at the end of February. Go to our YouTube page and check it out. The fastest way to go there is go to our website, MagicalMousePodcast.com, and you can click videos, and from there it'll take you to all of our videos. We are going to start ramping up content this year, so the best way to keep in the loop is to go to our website, MagicalMousePodcast.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast feeds in Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you get podcasts. And, of course, on social media. We're on Twitter, at MagicalMousePod. We're on Facebook, Magical Mouse Podcast, Instagram, at Magical Mouse Podcast, uh, and all the other ways you can get in touch with us are on our website, MagicalMousePodcast.com. So, like I said, this week on Main Street, we are talking about the few Disney things we did in 2020 and what we hope to accomplish and do at the parks in 2021. So, here it is, this week on Main Street, with my other three co-hosts, what we want to do in 2021. New year, new studio, new house, new city, new city, and new goals. And uh, I'm hoping that this year we can achieve more than 3% of the goals we set for ourselves here on this show. Uh, I'm hoping more of you listening can get out to the Disney parks this year. Uh, And we'll talk about what we did in 2020, the very few things that we did in the parks in 2020, but we'll talk about what we're looking forward to in 2021. Uh, Welcome back to, I guess this is this week on Main Street, Uh, but first, before we get to the 2020 recap and the 2021 look ahead, we do have an email from a listener, from John. 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 John Poe. You ready for this? I'm ready for you, John. Magical Mouse Crew, what are some pros and cons of the old Key West Resort, and how does travel to and from the parks compare to other resorts? How would you rate the food options there? Looking forward to hearing all of your opinions. Thanks, JC. Now, full disclosure, Kate and I, we were... Let me tell a funny story before. You two, Abe, and Whitney have stayed there. We were supposed to stay there at first when we were going to go with my parents and our son and then at the last minute my dad changed it to animal kingdom lodge because he bought some dvc points mm. but then we were also going to stay there last year yes we were old qs yep hmm. and did you ever stay at old animal kingdom lodge no because because then that's when i had a baby oh, oh. right minor detail 
Well, yeah. Animal Kingdom Lodge is tops. So we had to tell our parents that we weren't going on the trip with them and our son because we were pregnant and then it, the baby was due the week of the trip we were supposed to go. So, and please, we are in a new studio, so there are, we moved into a new house, so there's actually a specific studio room and we're getting used to it, so please. <laughs> I uh, posted a picture of Abe in his uh, professional studio chair on our Instagram. Magical Mouse so, Podcast. Uh, go check, check that out, out. Yeah. On, their, on our story. And also my professional microphone and the cable that goes to the microphone. There's still some upgrades to be done. <laughs> um, but anyway, so JC asked... What are the pros and cons of Old Key West? What is transportation like to and from the res- the parks? And what is the food like at Old Key West? Abe and Whitney have stayed there. Go ahead. We've stayed there twice, right? Yeah. Twice. Twice. So, uh, real quick answer to the question about uh, to and from the parks. I would say, like, obviously, if you're staying, like... It's buses. It's buses. So, it's like... But anywhere is buses. I mean, unless you're staying, like, at a Magic Kingdom resort... Magic Kingdom's resort's obviously going to be most convenient to get to Magic Kingdom. Yeah, there's no monorail access. So you are taking a bus to each of the parks that you want to go to, um, except for the springs, which you can take a boat to, which is kind of exciting. Um, And the boats are pretty regular. And they're nice. We didn't have to wait too long to get on one. Um, When we did stay, we didn't really go to the parks because we did have a car because... um, Obviously, we live here, so we didn't have a reason to not have a car. So we drove t- to the parks each time we wanted to go. But they do have buses, and they're pretty regular, and they stop all around the resort. So you don't really have to ha- go to a um, central location to get the bus. You can k- kind of get it from anywhere in the resort. Yeah, it's it's uh, a big resort. Lots of, uh, not just, the rooms are big, but also the resort square footage-wise is pretty pretty big yeah and it's a dvc resort so there's uh it's a lot more like uh there's kitchens so you kind of they assume that you're gonna stay for a while so they provide the uh, amenities assuming that you're gonna be there and doing your own thing so it's not just a typical hotel room like if you stay at pop century you stay at even Port Orleans, Caribbean Beach. Even if you go up to the moderate level, yeah, it's just a it's just some beds, maybe a microwave, maybe a little fridge. Yeah, this has a kitchenette, and uh, it's a, you know, like we've stayed there with, let's see, it was the two of us. Your my, family came. It was pretty much my whole family, and I've got a large family, <laughs> and yeah. everybody slept comfortably. I mean, we had to do air mattresses and such, but, but it had a pull-out couch. We had a we stayed in a one-bedroom suite, so we had a king-size bed. In a bedroom, a pull-out couch that ended up as a queen size, I think. And then we ended up with a, a blow-up mattress. Yeah. So we easily slept six adults. And one child. <laughs> yeah, and Theo. So I, so it is a DVC resort. It is a DVC resort. Uh, now, let's talk about... Because I've heard different things. I've heard that Olivia's, which is the main restaurant at Key West... Is the best fried chicken on property, but Abe doesn't like the place. Well, I actually didn't try the fried chicken, and mostly we went there for breakfast. They and have a good brunch. Okay, I didn't. I was going to say the other way, otherwise, but oh, okay. Well, he has opinion. Um, I just. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like it's not. It, it not that it was bad. It's definitely not bad. I haven't really. I wouldn't say. Actually, that's not true. What I was going to say is I haven't had any bad food at Disney, but that's definitely not true. Um, but. It wasn't like 
it just wasn't special to me. It was like a very standard breakfast. I mean, it was a it was a good brunch, and it's convenient, obviously, because it's in the resort, so you can you not have to go out of out of your way to get it. And I didn't have a problem with it. I yeah, it was it wasn't bad. It was just like it didn't feel super themed. You go to but the food was good. You go to somewhere like the Polynesian or the Grand Floridian. Obviously, those are the upper echelon sure. of resorts, but the the food there is incredible. Uh, well, and that's the thing about Key West is it's on the level of like Saratoga yeah. Springs. So the food so is good. it's it's the lower level of not just DVC res- resorts, but like probably any resort. So you're paying, you know, the lowest tier. It's worth to stay it's, there. It's, I mean, it's worth staying there because you're on Disney property. You get all the amenities of Disney. They do the whole like movie under the stars and everything else that di- any of the resorts yeah, do. Yeah, that's true. And they've um, got all the pools and plus everything. Plus, it's just much more affordable. That. <laughs> Here, that's what I was going to say. What I what I hear about Key West is it's above the level of like Caribbean Beach, Port Orleans, which are nice. But if you're coming with like a big family or you want more space or more like, a, I would prefer prefer it over like Saratoga Springs. Yeah, was, we stayed. We hadn't stayed at Saratoga. We did once. And it's just the okay. most basic one. It's okay. the most basic one. The only way to get like an apartment style room, which is what these are, the the for people who are planning to come for like resorts. weeks yeah. at a time, basically. The only way to get those is if you get to deluxe resorts, which QS is considered a deluxe, but it's on the lower end. So I would recommend if you don't want the typical hotel room with like two queen beds and a generic hotel room, even though the theming is great, like. Coronado Springs. I stayed there for the media event, and you guys saw that yeah, room. We stayed yeah, we there stayed one in night. it. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was nice, but it wasn't like it was. A, it was a hotel room, right? You'll so pay you, that yeah. for what you pay but for I, like a one bedroom at Key West. Yeah. So I would say, I would rather if I wasn't there. For, if I'm there more for the parks, the question you have to ask yourself the question, JC. Are you there more for the parks? Or are you there more for the hotel? This is true. Or Disney Springs. Question. If you're there, or Disney Springs, because if you're there for more of the parks, Disney Springs, and that kind of stuff, but you don't, you just want a nicer room. I would say stay there because I wouldn't pay for the Polynesian, the Contemporary, the, the, um, any of these other deluxe resorts unless you were planning on spending a lot of time in the room, walking around the resort. You know, I would choose Beach Club. Old Key West. Boardwalk. I mean, Boardwalk. we've had the conversation of which one's our favorite. Um, and, you know, we, we, me and Whitney agreed Polynesians the, is our favorite. But... But you stay at, like, somewhere like Animal Kingdom. Yeah, Lodge. but lower tier, though, I mean, even since we've, like, had a recording recently, we've stayed at Boardwalk. Is that considered lower tier, though? I would say that's it's in the middle. Same, it's in the same as old Q. Okay, well, yeah. then I would way prefer Boardwalk over Boardwalk was incredible, and it was probably the same price point. And it's better park access, too, because you can walk to Epcot. That's and what I was going to say. So, it, like Brian said, it depends on what you want to do, because Boardwalk, you can walk to Hollywood Studios, and you can walk to Epcot. And, and the it's got a is real... cool, and the pools are awesome. Yeah. The pools for uh, Key West don't really have as much of a theme, I wouldn't say. And they just redid the Boardwalk one, and we haven't seen it since they took the scary clown face slide away. We were probably the... one of the last ones to ride on it. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty terrifying, but uh, they upgraded it, so I don't know what it looks like now, but Boardwalk was awesome. I would say choose Old Key West or Boardwalk if you want that level. 
Yeah. Boardwalk is better. We haven't stayed either, but I like going to the boardwalk and just walking around. That's one of my favorite things to do. There's more to do there for sure. Yeah. It feels cooler too. If the theming is better to yeah. me. Yeah. And there's well, good, QS, and that has some good restaurants. They do. And a, and a really cool uh, whiskey bar for you adults. But, but the, pizza, West, the pizza at the pizza place is really good over there. It's it really is. really good pizza. But if you're going to cho- if you're going to be in the parks 8 hours a day, you're going to be exhausted. You're not going to walk around the resort. Then I would pick Old Key West. Well, I did want to say this. I want to throw this out there for 2021. I know we're not to this point yet, but since we're on the topic, here's one thing I want to do for 2021. We'll do a pizza day and we'll try all the pizza at all of the Disney resorts. We talked about that. <laughs> In every single pizza place. And we'll say which one's the best pizza. Right. right now, the pizza place at Boardwalk is kind of it's good. Up, up at the top for me. Right. But I really do like Pizza Fari. So it's anyway. not gonna be it's not gonna be fair to the last place we go to. They're gonna bring it out and we're gonna be like, oh man. Even here's if it, it, huh? But here's the thing about it. We've stayed at a lot of the resorts, and Boardwalk is the only one where we dedicated a resort day hmm. and stayed the entire day going to the pool, checking out the restaurant, <laughs> and um, and not going to a park. It was really nice. And it was nice. So I would say, JC, if the choice is between Old Key West and like the Polynesian, I would actually say Old Key West for right now. Yeah. Because if you're going to plan on spending a lot of time in the parks, so I would only stay at the very upper, upper echelon of par- of, of Polynesian, Contemporary, the Grand Floridian. Yeah, like I said, folks, we're working these things out. It's a, it's a new feature of the new studio. Um, <laughs> Comes with dogs. <laughs> so I, I would say that if you're going to play in the parks more than half your day, Stay at Old Key West or Boardwalk. Those I would pick those two before I would pick Polynesian, Grand Florida, and Contemporary, because I think you're paying a lot of money for not. If you're like only going to go to the parks, let's say you stay seven days, you only go to the park five days. Two of the days you're only going to go for four or five hours. You like resort walking around. You like doing that stuff. Then I would think about the Contemporary or Polynesian or Grand Floridian. But I would say Boardwalk or Old Key West are perfect if you're like, hey. You know, we're going to be at the parks from 9 to 6 every day. And you just need a bed to sleep in. And you need a bed to sleep in. But you don't want to stay in a typical hotel room. Maybe you have five, six, seven people. You need yeah. a little kitchen for the breakfast in the morning. Whatever. You're, you know, maybe it's maybe it's you, your wife, your kid, and, and her parents or something. Then, yeah, I would pick Old Key West or Boardwalk. Yeah. If you have a I kid, agree. too, you're going to be at the resort more no matter what. Yeah. If it is a small child. Because you got to take a nap and come back for naps. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes the kids just need to get away from the parks, too. And yeah. You're not going to stay late and everything else. No. And, I mean, it's got, you know, all of the resorts have great pools. All of the resorts have plenty of options, like we said. Um, so, yeah. I, yeah. I think we've gotten the point across. This it's It's worth staying at if you just need a sizable room. And want to travel, go to the parks. Because the buses are going to take you there no matter what park you're in. And the buses are pretty good. So, And also, that acts, the old thing about Old Key West, I don't know how things are with COVID, but that Disney Springs bus stop is very useful. Because it goes literally everywhere on property. Yeah. So if you want to take the boat to Springs every morning and then hop on a boat, hop on a bus to the park you want to go to that day, 
or whatever, you can also get some good springs time. Yeah. We we did uh, once, though, tried to go back to the springs. Nope, that failed. And that yeah. was before COVID. Yeah, that was before COVID. And <laughs> we had a uh, extra magic hours over at Are you talking about magic us? Kingdom. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we got and we tracked. thought, oh, we're just going to take our <laughs> yeah, bus don't, don't back to... Nope. And it didn't work. Don't do that. Yeah, we had to walk forever. I, I still have blisters from but it was a, <laughs> experience. It was a good, that was a really one of my favorite Disney experiences. Yeah, it was a great that's the only thing about Saratoga Springs is you can walk to Disney Springs. So if you're a big Disney Springs buff, Saratoga yes. Springs. We learned that the hard way. We learned that the hard way. We went but to Animal Kingdom after was it Animal Kingdom? No, it was Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom after we met ours, but Pocahontas. We, and uh, that oh, okay. was the night of yeah. Moonlight Magic. Yeah. No, this was a different night. We just went. No. We just went to Animal Kingdom. Oh, we went to you're Animal right. Kingdom, and then but we started at Disney Springs that day. We went to Animal Kingdom using the Disney Springs bus stop. Right. We thought we wouldn't have to drive. And then we were like, well, we'll just take. Well, once the parks start to close, the Disney Springs bus stop also closes. We thought we were smart, and we were not. <laughs> so the guy was like, you have to take a bus from Animal Kingdom to Saratoga Springs, and then walk from Saratoga Springs okay. to back to Disney Springs. So I that don't was remember. a mistake. It I was just bad. remember it was a long night. We were all tired, too. <laughs> anyway, that being said, the buses are great. <laughs> <laughs> they are. All right. So, JC, I think Old Key West, I would pick Boardwalk in that same category if yeah. over Old Key West, but Old Key West is definitely doable. And there's... It's worth it for the boat, honestly. Yeah, the boat's great. And our little nephew loved it. So the there boat. you go. Yeah. All right, so thank you for the question, JC. Let's talk about 2020 and what we ended up doing and what we thought of 2020 as a year for Disney overall, and then we'll talk about 2021. So, Abe, we'll start with you because we always 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 start with you. New Year, same traditions. (laughs) What did you think of your Disney World, specifically Disney World, 2020 experience? What did you think? Well, it was definitely at first. So, like, as soon as things started to open back up, um, I remember our first thing we did was Epcot for an employee preview. And I remember thinking that I was a little disappointed. Um, just because, and I mean, people have cl- make this claim since then that the magic is gone from Disney because, the you know, the characters aren't out, the shows aren't running, um, you wear a mask all day, all this stuff. And I felt the same thing that day. I thought the magic is gone. Disney's not going to be the same until this, you know, returns to normal. COVID goes away. But since then, we've had some of I would say more memorable uh, experiences at Disney, including that before mentioned trip to the Boardwalk. I think that was one of the more enjoyable th- times we've ever had at Disney. First time we rode Rise of the Resistance. First time we rode Rise of the Resistance was at... The, and here's a couple things that I'll say we wouldn't have had the opportunity to do if it wasn't for the situation. Having ridden Rise of the Resistance as many times as we have because there's less people, so you're not fighting a full park full of people trying to get on Rise of the Resistance. We've ridden it now at this point three times. And it's been pretty uh, seamless every single time we've been able to ride it. Uh, another thing that we did was we went to, and I told Whitney before we booked it, because it is the reservation thing, we 
went to Disney on New Year's Eve. And I said, I in any other circumstance, I would never attempt to go to Disney on New Year's Eve. Forget it. There's too many people. I'm not dealing with that. But because it was a limited amount of people, I was like, well, well I, I can go in this situation. And that was definitely one of the most enjoyable uh, things we did all year as well. So we... Overall, I would say like we made the most of Disney and we had a lot of great experiences, even though COVID made it weird at first. I think once you just kind of got past that and Disney, yes, there is some things missing from Disney, but there's also lots still there to offer. It's not completely gone. Whitney, what about your 2020 Disney experience? Uh, I mean, obviously a little bit the same. I have a little bit of a different view because... um, I have a lot of friends that are in the entertainment aspect of it. So watching them go through everything they went through is, uh, you know, tough this year. But um, just the fact, I know people have their issues with it, but I think Disney fought really hard to stay open and keep as many people employed and going as they could. And I will continually do everything I can to support that. Um, just to just to keep people going, and I think that's really important. But um, even just with what little bit it opened, I think they like I've said this so many times. I feel safer going to Disney than I do going to like Publix or the grocery store or anything because they are going out of their way to make sure that everybody has their masks on and they're you know staying separated when they can and all that stuff. And I've never felt an issue going to Disney since they reopened. And I think that's pretty admirable, to be completely honest, um, that they're able to keep that up, even now, in 2021. Um, I was going to say other things, and I forgot what they were already. <laughs> yeah. We've had a great time going, though. Like, crowd crowd uh, levels have been <laughs> awesome as a Disney re- as a Florida resident, I should say. Um, I know that, like, the the annual pass thing has been a big deal lately. And I mean, obviously like it's sad last year that the water parks didn't open because one of my most favorite things in the entire world is Typhoon Lagoon, but understandable that didn't open. Um, We have heard that in March, the water parks are going to reopen at least Blizzard beach, at least Blizzard beach. Okay. So maybe that'll, that'll be a thing. I don't know. Um, Because I know Universal opened uh, Volcano Bay for a while and they closed it back down. Yeah. So that wasn't really working out. So I understand why Disney wouldn't open that up, obviously. Yeah. Um, Let Universal fail first and then yeah. Disney will learn from Universal's <laughs> mistakes. <laughs> I mean, even with the reservation thing, it, it was kind of like annoying at first, but now it makes sense. And they're, they just reopened the park hopper, which we haven't done yet, but Kate and Ryan have done. And. Um, I, I, I guess I just really appreciate the lengths that Disney is willing to go to keep everybody safe, cast members and, uh, uh, customers included. Yeah. And, and like, sure. Okay. Some of the magic is gone, but like, at least we're able to go to Disney nowhere else in the world. Are you able to go to Disney right now? And I appreciate that fact. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. I don't know if 
Kate will agree with me, but you guys were very positive. But I felt up until maybe the end of the year, my 2020 experience was disappointment. Be- with Disney? Not with Disney, but with the situation in general. Because we moved here in part mm. to take the kids and go to Disney all the time. And we did that the first two years or so that we lived here. But we mm-hmm. had a lot of plans in 2020. With this show, mm-hmm. with, cam- we had, you know, the, the re- week everything shut down was like camping for us, right? Like a, right. It was like two, a couple weeks later. So we only went, how many times did we even go to Disney last year? Four or five? After the shutdown. We went January After and February. After the shutdown, um, we went with your parents around November? Y'all were a while was it before November? you went back. No, but we also or went. December. We went in August. November. We went in August to Magic Kingdom. Me and Not you did. Not with the kids, though. No, it was just us. The kids only went, after the shutdown, the kids only went once. Yeah. And that was our thing. Like, we, we went in August when our passes were unblocked. And we saw how safe and well done it was. The problem is, our son... You know, we didn't want to take him in 90-degree weather. Now, we, we did take the kids to the Contemporary to eat. So, what we did, you're a good point. We started doing things that weren't involved in taking to the park. Because Brian's pass expired in August. Yeah. We didn't... Renoa, our daughter, turned three in October. We didn't have a pass for her yet. So, we had our, our annual passes. They didn't have theirs. So, what we started doing was experiencing Disney outside of the park. So, we went to Springs. Not a lot, but, you know, instead of going to, like, Magic Kingdom with the kids, we took them to Springs once or twice. We went and got a Chef Mickey's uh, uh, contemporary breakfast, which we never would have probably done on a normal occasion. Um, now, usually they have the characters, but they did not yeah. at this point because of COVID. Yeah. But I felt overall just disappointed that... because twenty So, we moved here in 2018, the end of 2018. 2019 was a great year. For, we did a lot of cool things on this show. We kind of got our Disney, like, kind of... <laughs> Disney kind of, like, uh, footing with how we went to Disney, the four of us. And then we had sat down and had all these plans between camping and the festivals and the show. Paris. We were going to, yeah, we were, I think it wasn't it February, 2021. We were supposed to go to Paris. So yes, right now, like, that was in a goal. couple of days, we should have been there in yeah. like less than a month's time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, we ended up making the most of it, but I'll, we'll get to it. And when I get to 2021, but I felt we've been to the parks like twice since 2021 started. Three different, three different parks. Well, two two parks twice. Epcot twice. Magic Kingdom once. Springs once. I feel more excited about 2021. Like, I've had actually some of our best Disney experience. Feelings of being at Disney uh, now, the 2021, even with all the safety precautions and the mask and everything. But we did go to, we did go to the festival holidays with the four of us did. Uh, and we went to Epcot... It was it was like for a couple hours at night, um, recently that was in December, so when uh, when my parents came to town, and then we also went we took the kids once, so 
So let's talk about what we did this year in 2020. So our goals were a lot different. It was supposed to do a festival episode every every festival. We were supposed to go camping at Fort Wilderness. We were supposed to do a couple of staycations. We were supposed to do a, a couple of different things. We didn't do any of it because a the parks were closed from March till July, and then b when they reopened, you know there wasn't everything fully back open to try. So now that 2020 has ended. Again, whatever we think about the year in general, this is going to be strictly Disney related. Abe uh, and Whitney, what do you what do you guys remember about doing fully in 2020? So you said you stayed at the boardwalk. How many times did you go to the park? You don't have to give us an exact number, but do you remember? Uh, quite a. I mean, yeah, a, I would say quite a bit actually. Yeah, quite a bit. I mean, um, I mean, a highlight was going to Epcot for the cast member reopening. That was fun. Uh, just to see what it was going to be like. I'd say we, at total, maybe we went like 15 times. Yeah. I'd say 15 times. Mostly we went to Epcot. I think we only went to like Magic Kingdom once. We went to Animal Kingdom twice. Yep. And Hollywood a couple times. Three, At least three times. Cause we Mostly to try to get on to <laughs> Rise of the Resistance. And we finally did. Because uh, right before the everything closed down in February, we went to Hollywood Studios to get on Rise of the Resistance and we were literally like two groups away, and then it uh, stopped boarding, and we were uh, so disappointed. And then COVID hit. Man. Um, but staying at Boardwalk was definitely a highlight because we hadn't stayed there before. Yeah, I would say that was the best. And and you know we within that you know we went to Epcot a few times, and to met, we we decided that we were going to only do things. That we could walk to. We weren't going to take bus anywhere. Yeah, we wanted to park the car and never get in the park in the car again until we left. And we were able to do that yeah. by just going to Hollywood Studios. And and honestly, if you if you want to get into Hollywood Studios early, staying at Boardwalk is the way to do it because you can walk. And you get a you get you get. They in. let you in earlier than yeah. the parking Ever, lot. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that that's a good way to and earlier than the Skyliner, obviously. Obviously. Although now you book your thing online. Yeah, true. You don't have to be in the park to yeah, do it. We had to be park. in the park to do it when we did it the first time. So it, it's it's definitely a lot worth staying there if you ever get a chance. But also, Boardwalk's just really cool. <laughs> um, we were, we ate at the Japanese restaurant, which was oh one the, of the more affordable things in Epcot. Like to eat and and the amount of food is. Tepin, it's the upstairs one. Teppan Edo or Tokyo yes. Dining? The one upstairs. So, well, there's two. Once you get upstairs, it divides into two. Oh, you try two. they're both upstairs. To the right, you go to Tokyo Dining. To the left, you go to Teppan Edo. To the left, it's the Teppan Edo. Teppan Edo yeah. is like the hibachi style. It's yes. hibachi, but I got sushi and it was amazing. And it was really, really affordable. I was just shocked. And, and it was also really fun. Like, our chef was amazing. Yeah. And did, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I had a great time. Yeah. I mean, I love hibachi anywhere, but... But it was, you know, up there with, you know, any hibachi place, obviously. Well, and Disney. Abe got hibachi, and I really only ordered sushi, but our chef gave us, he gave me some of the hibachi stuff, just knowing that, like, Abe was going to get it, just because I was kind of sitting there, and he's like, here, just have some of this. Hmm. And I was like, thanks. And yeah. then we uh, went and saw the mariachi band a few times, like we always do. If you don't see go, if you don't go see Mariachi, <laughs> mariachi Cobra, you're missing out. It's I like mean, they the are some of the best all. entertainment that Disney has to offer, to be completely honest. How and they're times? in the same pavilion. Um, Voices of Liberty and Mariachi Cobra are in the uh, American pavilion. How many now. times did we go to Epcot together? A lot. 
No. With the with, four of us, the once, four of us, once we went at a festival. Once. No, oh, just last year. Yeah, last festival year. of the holidays. Yeah, festival. So of that's. Holidays. What, but you mentioned Tebanetto. Do you remember what restaurants you ate in 2020 at Disney? Um, let's see. So I'll just go through Epcot. We ate at Tebanetto. The other day we went there and we ate at the, uh, the other one, the the not upstairs, the fast service, the fast service Japanese one, one, which was also good and you know fine, but. Um, Let's see. We we eat a lot at a at Magic Kingdom, the Skipper's Canteen. Yes, we had a Skipper's Canteen, which That's was a great place to to eat uh, in Adventureland. I don't like the food in general that much. But, at, okay, never mind. No, at 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 Magic Kingdom. Oh, and okay. the exceptions are. I actually I, agree with that. Yeah, I was going to say when I was saying earlier that there's no bad food at a uh, at Disney property. I and I've heard people say otherwise, but Pinocchio restaurant, Village House. Oh, it's so bad. It's not good. It's not good. I went there once and I got like a pizza and like let's say the crust, like the cheese was like not all the way up to the crust. The crust was like two inches thick, and then the cheese was like a little dollop. Needs to be there. It was insane. I had the macaroni and cheese, and like, how do you mess up macaroni and cheese? But yeah. so that being said, I'm not a. I I don't like eating at Magic Kingdom, with the exception of Skipper's Canteen, Skipper's Canteen and Liberty Tavern. Oh, yeah. I will Tavern say you need to add so good. This is an underrated gym we stumbled across oh. last week, Crystal Palace. I haven't eaten at Crystal Palace they, except for breakfast. They breakfast, say the breakfast is a different is thing. The good. breakfast but was good. Also, when you went for breakfast, it was a character breakfast but a it couple was good. years ago. They say Crystal Palace though. breakfast is famous. The breakfast buffet, right? It was really good. That's what it was. Okay, well, their lunch was amazing. Well, that's good to know. We had I, mean, I had like, fried chicken. Amazing. Like, I fried go chicken. There again. It was really good. Oh. Kate had prime rib. It was really good. Mm. They had this like fancy salad they bring out to you. They had they bring you four different desserts. Four different. So is it? It's not family style or anything. It like. is it's family style in the sense of they bring it to your table. The appetizers and the desserts. the The difference is it's not all you can eat, right? And you the entre- an entree, you pick an entree. Okay. So that's a question. I so just as a future thing, we have reservations coming up on Valentine's Day at the German restaurant, which is a in Epcot. Great. Which is normally a Beer buffet. Garten. Yeah, yeah, it's a buffet. So I don't know if they're doing buffets. Is the no, so they're not no buffets. No buffets. So we'll have to order food. We've been to yes. like a couple But is it a family thing where they bring you like all of the options they normally have and you just pick what you want? Well, we'll probably have to find out, huh? So the way that Crystal Palace Crystal did Palace it. Palace used to be a buffet or the, no? It was a buffet, yeah. Okay. You could still see the buffet set up in there. Mm-hmm. But so is when we went to uh, in Epcot... Um, Turny one. Oh, Garden Grill. Yeah, but that Garden was before, Grill. right? Yes. That was in February before the shutdown. Right before, yeah. though. Yeah. So actually, the beginning of 2020, things were off to a great start. Yeah. We went yeah. to Garden Grill for breakfast, which was a great breakfast. Chef it didn't Mickey's spin. Also. It didn't spin though. Chef Mickey's was family style. I don't know if it used to be a buffet. Uh, or not. You guys went to that after, right? Yeah, that was. We were like, like an, oh, are the characters there or no? We and they weren't. So 2020 restaurants we ate at Garden Grill before the shutdown of February. It's, it's like feels like a whole different lifetime ago before the shutdown. Uh, we went to Chef Mickey's, uh, and then just like quick service stuff. Like we went to Pinocchio's Village House in 2020. 
not what good. your parents chose. Not great. And they didn't even like it. No. <laughs> uh, we went to... We did festival food, festival of the holidays, yeah. at the end of the year in December. Um, we just ate festival food, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and really, that's... that's, that's we, we went to... We went to Epcot a few times, didn't we? That was we the did, year before. No, but we did the Dude's Day. Yeah. That was the year before? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, it doesn't matter. 2021. No, no, we didn't. No, because I remember... This is where I'm saying this. Because when we went... Okay, this is probably... Anyway. Yeah. When we went to Boardwalk... <laughs> this was last year um, that you guys went. And yeah, because when we went to Boardwalk... One of the cool yeah, remember things. Remember how crowded it was? Like the, we, yes. we thought they did way more than 35% because we walked crowded. in and you could barely walk. That's right. Yeah. And also, because I remember, because we went to their thing that they replaced food and wine with, which was like... Oh, they uh, did yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. two months worth of Yeah, everything. and it was kind of a mixture of the two. Yeah, it was a it was. But a they disaster. had that area. Well, it was a little bit of a disaster, but they had that area... That they and we, you know, this was on our Instagram and everything. But between England and Canada, there's that little festival center, and it was that place was awesome. Yeah, it the the food was great there. I mean, because it was like they had like, uh, fe- you know, festival favorites, and they had the pierogies and uh, kielbasa. But then they had I don't apparently she's a big name, and but that the lady playing the piano, oh my gosh. Oh yeah, everybody knows her. I, yeah, I can't remember her name, but it was worth it, it just to watch her play piano. So 2021 festival 2020 festivals I thought were good enough. Like they they, they did what they could. I will say them. we went to Festival of the Arts. It feels no different than, 20, oh, than 2019. Yeah, it's great. Like, I agree with that. So let's talk about um 2020. What was your best memory in 2020 at Disney World? I mean like do you mean so if I say boardwalk do you mean to narrow it down? I mean, if if staying at the boardwalk is it, then staying at the boardwalk. Well, is I it. would say specifically within that, there was one night, you know, in the day that when he mentioned where we just stayed at the, the the hotel the whole day. We it has this little like courtyard thing, and attached to the main lobby, there's a little terrace, and it overlooks the courtyard, and then you can see the lake. Sitting on that terrace, just we ordered some pizza and some drinks, and we brought them up there. And we just sat there and just people watched and enjoyed the weather. That might have been one of my favorite experiences at Disney, period. Yeah. Let alone 2020. So, Whitney, what was your favorite Disney experience in 2020? That's a hard question, honestly, because uh, going through the beginning of 2020, not even, I mean, you know, once everything happened in 2020. It w- it was honestly like a really big blow. Um, just as someone who's in the entertainment field, um, yeah. and watching all of my my friends being told that they can't work anymore, and all the you know everything that happened. So, just to me, like one of the biggest thrills of twenty twenty was getting the announcement that Disney was reopening. Honestly, like not even me just going to a park as a as a personal thing, but just getting the announcement that okay, 
Disney it has weathered everything and you know California is going through what it's going through Paris is going what it's going through uh, we watched that video of what was it Tokyo opening mm, yeah, all that China, stuff yeah, China. China okay so whatever it was but just getting the announcement that Orlando Disney World was reopening I got so incredibly relieved yeah and honestly, like that affected me more than going myself. Just knowing that my, you know, my friends who worked there were gonna have a job, and and knowing that like something that gives magic to the world was going to do its best to reopen, that meant a lot to me. I think, yeah, along that same line, my favorite experience was just being back because you don't know like how important it is when you live here and when you're a big fan how like much you take for granted that you could just like go whenever you feel like because we've had so many nights over the years where we're just like in galaxy's edge remember we had the galaxy's edge night where we went and did everything there is to do that's before rise of resistance was open we went to Oga's and we went and we tried all the food at Docking Bay 7 and we tried green milk and then you guys accidentally got with rum and it was way too much. And we just like, I remember at one point you said when we were in the cantina, you were like, you know, we live here and like, where else can you just go to like an alien bar? Because you just feel like it. Well, right? I mean, as a huge Star Wars fan, there's no else place else in the world yeah. except for California uh, where you got, you have the closest thing to Star Wars in your backyard. So, to me, when we went back in August and we were on the ferry to go to Magic Kingdom and you heard all the music and you saw the cast members again, that was my favorite experience of 2020 because we were just back, like, in general. And, like, I like Disney not for the attractions or the food or the music or the characters. All that stuff I do like, but the main thing I like is the atmosphere. Everywhere you look is like something you cannot see unless you're in this property, right? Like it's not like you can go to down the street to your local grocery store and then look to the left and there's just a castle or a horse and a carriage or the Millennium Falcon or a giant tree with animals carved into it or actual like jungle animals or if you're at Disney Springs like that, there's no other shopping center out there like that. Like the outlets here in Orlando are nothing in comparison to what Disney Springs feels like and looks like. So my thing was just being able to go back and experience that because I thought about it. And if you look at Disneyland, all those people live out there haven't been able to go. And now their annual passes have been taken away. They don't even know if they're going to have annual pass anymore. So I just appreciate being able to go back. And so I'd like to feel the atmosphere again, like just like smell and exist in like magic kingdom so okay what was your favorite experience at 2020 chef mickey's probably chef mickey's actually the kids really liked it village house the food (laughs) the food was really good (laughs) and we got the kids that toy castle that they still play with which is rare for our kids (laughs) so that was a really good breakfast i thought the waitress so good the waitress was amazing you could tell at that point, because it was still, like, what, August, September? Still early into the opening. Mm-hmm. 
She was just excited to be back at work. She was so excited. Yeah. And remember, you could see from our table the monorail come through all the time. Yes, Bryant mm-hmm. pointed it out every time. And that's what I was like. We're sitting with our kids. There's a plate full of Mickey waffles. There's the monorail. Which, by the way, we saw somebody wiping down often the plexiglass <laughs> in the line for the monorail. <laughs> so, very clean. I, I thought you were going to say you saw them wiping down the uh, plexiglass with Mickey waffles. <laughs> <laughs> and the food, Don't wipe on, wax off. <laughs> the food was good, too. Like it was like I don't know if it was because it was like our first Disney meal back, but it was like delicious. It was no, I just I think it was just delicious. It was delicious. So let's go. I'm gonna open up this notebook here. Let's talk about 2021. Mm. And uh, and our we're gonna put them in this book here while we're recording. And <laughs> and we're gonna try to stick to as many of these as we can. I mean, we didn't last. We would have stuck to him last year if it wasn't for COVID. We did like, write down a lot of goals. We had our trip booked to California to go to. That's right. We had to cancel. We had it booked. We had to cancel. We had our uh, days. You had your days vacation days already booked. Yeah. For the for the campground, we were going to go canceled. to Disneyland, California Adventure, Wilder- camping, Fort Wilderness, Fort Wilderness camping, and Disneyland Paris. We were going to try to do like four videos a month. And then right now, next month, we'd be prepping for our trip to Paris. That was yep. what our goal was. So, let's talk about things specific to what we want to do at Disney. Not necessarily show goals. Like, yeah, we can be realistic because we still don't know what 2021 is going to look like. But So, let's talk about not necessarily like how many episodes we want to release or how many videos we want to do. Let's talk about what we want to do at Disney. So, I will say... 2021. Have you guys been back to Disney this year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We went, uh, I guess New Year's Eve doesn't count because that was last but year. But we just went to Epcot. And we just went to Epcot. For the Festival of the Arts. Yep. So I will say, to preface this, 2021, ha- I've actually had the best feelings at Disney I may have ever had. So we called the Disney Pass Holder Line because if you are wondering, if you do, this doesn't have to necessarily be a Florida resident. So if you're listening to this, you don't live in Florida. If you had an annual pass that expired during the time of COVID between March and like November or December, I believe, you can renew it now. So even if you let it expire, you can renew it now. If you have a two-year-old, if you have an annual pass and your kid was two during the time of COVID and turned three like ours did in October, you can get them an annual pass. No, Nobody else can get an annual pass except for those two qualifications. So they don't have to even be Florida resident passes. If, you did like, if you're outside the state and did a full pay annual pass and it expired in like september october november you can renew it now i would recommend doing it if you have the money and you can i would say do it just so you can hold on to it because you learn from this disneyland experience there's nothing guaranteed they just got rid of those with no warning so i'm not saying that they won't but who knows when they'll bring annual passes back so i would rather pay for it just to hold on to it and have it being able to renew if you can then like, well, I'll just wait to get a new one when they they do that again. You don't know what kind of options they're going to open back up. They may not offer it the same way. They already got rid of some passes, even right. the passes you guys had they got rid of. Right. 
So what I will say, so we called and the lady was like, just go to guest services and we'll get your kids. Cause both of our kids fell into that. Bryant's, our, our four-year-old's pass expired in October, uh, on August, September. Our daughter was two and in October turned three. So she couldn't have bought one anyways. So we went to guest services at Disney Spring. It was like five minutes. The guy was like, yeah, absolutely. Boom, boom, boom. Signed contract, same contract on my Disney experience. Boom. It went so fast that we were like, well, should we go to a park? We looked at the times on the wait times. Everything was like five minutes. Springs was completely empty. And this was a Saturday, I believe? Yes. So we went to Magic Kingdom and decided it was slightly too crowded because obviously it was the weekend and it was just well we went to epcot the first day on springs remember did we yeah we went straight to epcot because we rode frozen right this was the next day then yeah so actually this was a sunday because then monday we went to magic kingdom and, and it was crowded and that was a mistake because most people start their vacation on monday at magic and that's kingdom. when we decided to try park hopping yeah which you call a number and the number Call the number right now and see what they say. Put it on speakerphone. I will. So, well, first off, the number is 407-560-5000. Hit call and see what it says. The parks are closed, so I'm wondering if they're like, the parks are closed. Okay. Don't call it after hours. <laughs> Yeah, because it's... Okay, so after uh, hours, it obviously is nothing. <laughs> but it, Understandable. it will tell you which parks are available for park hopping. Yeah. And in our experience... But you have to have a reservation for at least one park. At yes, least somewhere. Before yeah. you can yes, park hop. You have to have a reservation for a park. And you have to show up at that park first before... Oh, you have to check in first before yes. you can yeah. park hop? You have oh, okay. to clear your check-in. Yes. Okay. Interesting. And then... After that, you can park hop. So So that first day, any other park, like you could do all four. That first day, we it was like eleven thirty, and we park hop or we went to Epcot. And we stayed there all day. And then we park hop to to Hollywood Studios at the end of the day, and we were able to get on Mickey Minnie Runaway Railway in like ten. Which I'm gonna say it. It's better than the Great Movie Ride. Yeah, yeah. I didn't nostalgia. grow up with it, so I didn't grow up with it, so I don't have any nostalgic feelings towards it. I mean, it. sure, a little bit of it, but it's an amazing ride. It is a great it ride. It's one it's of my favorite really rides on, on Disney property. Loved it. The kids were all about it. Renoa still claims Frozen is the best, but <laughs> so 2021, it was weird because our kids, you know, part of the reason we moved here is to be able to take them and grow up at Disney, and then for so long, from March until. You know, they went they went once in November during Christmas time, but they went once from March through December. And that's for us, we would have been at least 20 or 25 times in that stretch. A million times, yeah. And so when when that guy was like, you know, of course, after we checked out like with $400 whatever, it was like, you know, that part's fine. And the guy was like, "Okay, you're good." And then their annual pass showed up in my Disney experience. I felt like such a sense of like joy and relief at the same time, and I was just so excited. We were so excited that we looked in like every store to get them a special <laughs> magic band. Yeah, we went and got a magic <laughs> band, and it was like we went to the parks and there was no crowds at all. We were just walking on all sorts of attractions. 
the festival of the arts felt exactly the same because it's not any different like food and wine was slightly weird and different uh i think flower and garden hopefully will be about the same but the the festival of the holidays felt a little different because you couldn't do as many things there wasn't as many shows and entertainment and you know it wasn't the same but the arts felt exactly like arts of 2020 you know because 2020 the arts was before covid shutdown Right before, yeah. I'll just be glad, though, when Epcot finally gets rid of all those walls. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Epcot it construction is, walls. It takes it's forever amazing. to get to the, to the World Showcase. But when that we has nothing to do last, with COVID This last time, there was this couple that we were not necessarily following. They were just going the same path as us. But, like, every two seconds, they would stop a cast member and be like, where's Mexico? Where's Mexico? Not Mexico. And, Norway. Oh, Norway. Yeah, because they wanted to ride Frozen. Frozen. No, like, and where's Norway? Um, where's the Norway? cast member would be like, you just have to follow this path. So they would go and then like, you know, 20 feet down the thing, they would track down another cast member and be like, where's Norway? Where's Norway? Blah, blah, blah. It was just like, <laughs> you just follow the signs. I know it sounds insane, but you'll get there eventually. So when we <laughs> took the kids in, it was like the best time we've ever had with the kids at the parks. Like, the weather was perfect, the lines and everything was perfect, but the kids were just so excited themselves to be there. So, I feel about 2021 about Disney. Our kids have passes. We're actually going, um, who knows? Like, we might go Wednesday if we feel like it, and that's exciting to me. Uh, I have no problem with the park reservation system. If there's too yeah. many people, then that's a sign that we're not... If there's no reservations to that day, I don't know if I want to go anyways. True. Right. Um, and I think they do a great job, for those of you who are outside of Florida... That if you are coming to vacation, they make sure they leave plenty open for you. So if you have tickets, you know, there's all four parks are available if you buy tickets. So you stay at resort, you get a ton of reservations. So they're treating the people that decide to travel here well. You're never going to not be able to get into a park, basically. Even with, like, Rise of the Resistance now, you can book it without being in the park. So if you're staying at a resort or whatever, yep, yep. you can still you still have a chance to get on. They're taking care. I've I've only heard we had some friends and stuff travel in and come. I've only heard good things for their experience coming from the outside of the state of Florida, not locals and vacationing. Still had a great time. Do would I choose if I was an every five year person to visit? You know, if I go to Disney World every five years once, would I come during this time? No, because the prices are the same, but the experiences aren't. But if you're an every year person, every two year person, you come all the time. You have an annual pass or whatever. I'd still say come because there's magic is still there. And there's things that you can't do normally that you can do in this, yeah. this circumstance. Yeah. I will also say that something that makes it feel a little more magical, since you can't like go meet anybody or do anything like that, is the cavalcades and just randomly seeing a character like Epcot like out in the field or something. Yeah. Like, you don't normally cool. see. Yeah. And that makes it I hope they keep that actually. Because it allows you to see characters without waiting in a line. Yes. You know, like, like if you want to see Cinderella swimming in the lake in the middle of the lake for it, it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, Disney <laughs> thinks of everything. Don't listen to Abraham. <laughs> it like we were walking and like there's all the princesses right there. And before if you wanted to see them you had to wait in like a four hour queue it felt like yeah like our daughter loved it in magic kingdom there was merida coming on her horse and all the other princesses behind her and she loved it so let's talk about some 2021 goals that we want to accomplish this year now that everyone in this room has annual passes um we'll see first thing is on february 12th i believe we already booked it while you weren't in the room we're gonna go to epcot (laughs) festival of the arts and let's try some food get some recording get some video done so I'll put down the first one. Show some art. 
arts. I love the art festival. Arts. And then we're going to try food and make content. So that's an easy attainable goal, I think. So We should do what the the cookie thing? The cookie stroll. Oh, yeah, yeah. We should do it. So, okay, let's put cookie stroll. So Is that that's festival of the arts? Yeah, because each one has... The, I thought that was for the holidays. I think it's every... Oh, it's they do it every one. Every festival has one. Okay. Has a stroll. So, I think there's an episode that we should do debating the best festivals, because I think there's a, a lot in there. Ooh, yeah. But arts, Kate was making a point while we were there, is actually, the food is actually the least best part, right, to you? Yeah, okay, in my arts. opinion. It's the least focused part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember having anything that we tasted on our last trip to Epcot that I was yeah. losing my mind over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's let's go another goal I think we all agree with. Let's go camping at Fort Wilderness. Yeah. yeah. That's probably in March. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the first two months of the year, and we've already got. I mean, because January doesn't count. No. But February and March, we already got two things booked. That's great. So what was so great, anybody can talk about it, about our... We we went camping at Fort Wilderness in 2019. What did you like so much about it? Everybody? Two words. Golf cart. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, it's like staying at Disney at, at any of the resorts, which we went into very long detail earlier. Um, but... Also has that camping feel, so like. Well, uh, you can stay at Wilderness and not go to anywhere else. Like they have it's nightly s'mores. They it's, have uh, around the campfire entertainment. You can well, whenever it comes back, but you could do hoop to do review, which is, I mean, it, obviously they don't have it right now, but. Um, out of all the resorts, it's the one that has the most things to do. Yeah. If you consider, I mean, if it's well, especially a if you go camping. Yeah. I think it's we just the rented most... a boat last time yeah. we went, and that that was super cool, which we should definitely do again. And you can uh, uh, go visit all these things that you don't see. And it's very affordable, for sure. Most, yes. most if super affordable. You camp, most affordable. That's the way to go. I think it's the most unique thing you can do at a theme park anywhere in the world. Agree. It's a full-on campground, legitimate campground. I mean, when we stayed, we cooked our meals over a fire <laughs> yeah. and had to erect tents had ducks at night. We had ducks. Remember that guy that was hanging we out? We ducks. did. Oh, those poor ducks. <laughs> and then yep. we rented a boat. We went to Magic Kingdom uh, I, 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 Magic hours. Tents. I skinned a squirrel to like yeah. wear oh it as a hat. That's I mean, a lie. That's a, <laughs> there that's was a, a kid. dirty lie. Mowgli was just living there. We thought it was a character, but he stayed with right. us for some now reason. Now we're just making stuff uh, up. And we were like, hey, man, I can't believe I ate the roots of a tree because I was starving. <laughs> that may have been true. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I think it's the most unique thing. I, what I want to do this time is I want to rent a boat. Want to get the golf cart? I only want to go to the parks maybe one time, and maybe for like you a could dinner. spend like your days. We we did go to the pool one day, oh, and yeah, it was. We did. I mean, it took up a lot of time, so, and yeah. just riding around in the golf cart and experience. And you can go horseback riding. Um, I mean, there's it, all kinds of stuff you can do. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is make some videos and podcasts about that because I think that's a lot of fun. It was yeah. the most unique thing. You can't do that at Universal. You can't do that at any other parks around the world. You can well, you can stay at for, resorts, but you can't camp. 
Yeah, and Fort Wilderness is a is a Magic Kingdom resort, right? Yep, it is. So you, you can, you take can a boat easily to yeah you can easily connect to Magic Kingdom from. We may Fort go Wilderness. to a, the park one day, but yeah. We'll but they've also got the really nice the... cabins if you really wanted to. Yeah, splurge. the cabins are something on our list for the yeah. future. Anybody have any other goals outside of arts or camping? Is there uh, for twenty twenty one? Yeah, for twenty twenty one. I mean, I I know we did. You just said not to mention this but i'm gonna mention it anyway i do want to try to do this more regularly because uh podcast yeah podcast because (laughs) because the studio is neat there's there's a lot of people out there that are debating whether or not they should go to disney and i feel like they should and the more people that you know say the things that we're saying, like the safety measures that they take. Because, I mean, like, take, for example, the day that I was talking about where we went out with the guys and we went to Epcot, and you were saying it was packed, and it was packed, That's and we insane. thought it was more than 35%. Even though it was packed, I did not feel unsafe. No, that's the thing. It was the closest I had felt at Disney to being unsafe. Everyone was still six feet apart. Even at Springs, everyone feels six feet apart. I mean, we've all been to Springs. We went to Springs. Everyone was six feet apart. Uh, that's the thing. No one here is making it clear. Doesn't take COVID seriously, right. right? Well, I feel like a point of this is we can dedicate to ourselves to showing yeah. the measures Disney's going to. Well, and I'll give you an example. Uh, my sister-in-law. We were at um, at uh, Hollywood Studios, and she made. She's kind of a seamstress, so she made her own masks, and they. From from my perspective, not knowing any different, thought, oh, it's a mask. I mean, it wasn't like a gator or anything. It was like a legitimate mask. It was kind of shiny. It was like purple and shiny or whatever. But a Disney cast member picked her out from a pretty good distance, from what I understand, and told her that she her mask only had one layer and that they took her to uh, the guest services and made her uh, switch it out for a... Medical mask. They gave her one. Yeah, they gave she it to her. She didn't have to pay for it. No, they didn't. She didn't have to pay for it. But I mean, my point is, is that they picked it out from a yeah. from her from a a ton of people. I mean, it was like you know fairly full, and they saw her and they picked her out and said, "Oh, that's not that's not good enough." Majority of the parks are outside. Yeah. Everything, if you are inside, is spaced or plexiglassed. I mean, they keep that six feet apart line thing, no matter how long the line gets. Because you'll get things stretched all the way to who knows where. So I will say, like, that. I don't want anybody listening to this be like, man, they don't act like there's, like, this is normal going on here. Like, no, I think Disney has proven itself to be safe. Like, I think they could do it in Disneyland and be safe. Yeah, and there's hand sanitizer stations everywhere. There's even hand washing mm-hmm. stations set up, like, where you can legitimately use soap and water. And I think you might see online, like, every once in a while, like, people getting mad about being, like, refusing to wear a mask. Every time we've gone in 2021 and 2020, I never see any of those people. And they take the whole, like, kicking... Like, we've been... You'll walk in, there'll be, like, a, a custodial, uh, like, sanitary worker. And you'll hear them tell people, mask over the nose. Mask over the nose. Like, yeah. anybody in there, all cast... They take they will kick you out if you don't. So, you don't have people that, like... I Like, every once in a while, you have a line of, like, a family of, like, 12 kids. And, like, one of them is, like, behind you really close. But for the majority of the time, everyone there is just... Is, like, we get the, we get it, right? We get the point. Like, there's no argument. Like, 
whether you agree with the safety precautions or not, everyone just does them because they're like, that's what it takes to be here. So that's what we're going to do. And that's almost between the cast members and all the guests and people that are there. Everyone's like, if this is what it takes for us to be there, then we're going to do it. And I think it's been safe and, and good. So, Well, like I said, I you know, I, I think as a co- cohesive group here, we're, we're just we just hope that Disney, you know, can stay alive and it stays alive by people, you know, visiting the parks that that are able to. And um, And Orlando is keeping it alive. Right. Right. So one of my goals is to go to every festival at Epcot. Okay. So we've already been to the first one of the year arts, which is the first of the year. What I'd like to do is do the food, do a food episode every time. Like we did for last year for, Two of them. We did a holidays episode and we did a arts episode before. So we're going to go to arts on the 12th and let's we'll see what kind of episode we can do. We can try on. to do like we did with the holidays where we try almost every... We, yeah. We, we almost hit every single uh, booth last If you time. have a family or a group of friends that go to Disney, the best way to experience the festivals, I think, is the way that we do it. Yeah. I think sometimes when we bring our friend Jason and there's five people, everyone orders a dish or a drink. So like Kate and I would get... If we went to America, we'd get the beef wellington and the whatever else... And then you guys would come along and you would get the beer flight and then whatever, the dessert. We're close or, enough to share. Right. And so we would sit there and everybody would get a piece of it without us. And it, it was like as affordable as if we all got our own thing. Yep. It was, right. as, it was as much food as if we all got everybody our own gets thing. Peace. And everybody gets, we get straight. We didn't, we didn't do, we don't do every single booth, but we pick like six to seven and get yeah. it all there. So I think it's fun. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so that's my festival thing. Um, let's see. I think... Um, a goal is to just, I don't know. Um, I would just say go more, right? Cause in 2020 yeah. we went like a total of like four to five times. I, we've already been twice this year, so we're already on pace to be that. But I think my goal for me is just to go more, go when I get off early on a Wednesday and there's a reservation available and I'm home at one, let's just go and call you guys and say, Hey, we're heading to Springs, we're heading yeah. to Epcot. And just experience it more. Because during the summer, our passes are blacked out anyway. So if it's 100 degrees and the mask mandate is still in place, we're not going to be there anyways. Well, even with that, I mean, if the rumor that we've heard holds true and the water park's open, I know we want to hit them up at least once. So a goal for you is water park? Yeah. Anybody else have goals? Any restaurant goals? Any place you want to try? A couple of things that are open in 2021. Space 220 restaurant in Epcot. Um, the Japanese fancy place mm-hmm. that is kind of hidden off in the side where you have to dress nice to go to. That That's open. Is that, that, on, your, is that on your list? Kate. <laughs> Ramen? Kate says Japanese. I forgot what it's called. The fancy restaurant. Fancy Jap. Bernie. What's, um, uh, what is space? What's the other one? Space two twenty is is near Mission Space, I think, and it's a restaurant and, where you have to take an, really really cool. You have to take like an elevator, and it, like once you get up there, it's all screens, and it's like you're eating at a space station. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's supposed Our to open this year. So it's yeah. open December twenty nineteen, and now here we are a oh, year plus later. Yeah. Um, Tron is is the goal is to open in twenty twenty one. We'll God, see. I can't wait. But really? I, yeah. Another thing I wanted to do is at the end of the year. I want to experience. I think they're going to try to wait as long. They were going to just start it at the beginning of this year, but due to COVID, they're not. 
I want to try to experience whatever version of the 50th anniversary because that's this year. October yeah. 1st is the 50th anniversary. So yep. I want to experience some whatever 50th anniversary events they have, merchandise. When does Guardians of the Galaxy supposed to open? That's also supposed to open this year. All right. Well, that's one of my goals if it does open. So we'll put new attractions, whatever opens like, New attractions. Sign me up for any kind of roller coaster. Yeah. And while you're writing, go ahead and put up uh, the pizza challenge. Pizza challenge? Pizza challenge. I'm, I'm down with I don't want to hear it, Kate. You're doing the pizza challenge just like everybody else is, okay? If anybody has recommendations for the pizza challenge, send them in. I'm good with some za, so. Oh it's it's za, one of my favorite we, foods. We need some za recommendations. Uh, tacos and pizza are like my two favorites. That's fine, but we need pizza right now, not tacos. I love tacos. So our well, 20, 2021 goals as it stands now in this notebook I'm writing here. Which I should have brought our other one because I still have it. Do some goals, or do some goals. Do some food and content at a Festival of the Arts. That'll happen February 12th. Yep. Camping, that'll happen in March. Podcast more. That's already happening now. Period. Uh, go more, just like Period. it was in the old days. Always, because if you're a pass holder, you only get three reservations. So I'd like to leave Still? one. Yeah, I'd like to leave Very one close. open at all times so that we can always just yeah. go on like a Tuesday, yeah. you know. Especially um, with park hopping open now. Yeah, which park hopping is it's such a breeze. Yeah. Um, water parks, Japanese fancy restaurant, experience the 50th anniversary in whatever form that is, try the new attractions, and the ZA I challenge. I think those are pretty solid goals. <laughs> oh, you know what I put? I want to do a staycation outside of, I want to just book a night at resort and just go and experience it, That's whether that be idea. Riviera or whatever, just... We're Something. trying to, uh, the other thing is uh, we promised our nieces and nephews to stay at the uh, Vero Beach. It was our Christmas gift. Uh... DVC resort, so we'll see how that how that feels. Maybe like in April or May. We'll we'll do some we'll do some videos or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We even stayed there. It was it sounds really I've cool. Heard good see how about see out at the beach. Yeah. So and then we can get to 2022. Hopefully we can go to Tokyo, which is now our new goal. Uh, D23 Expo. I'd like. Yes, to go. I'd like that. And, and a lot of it was canceled. So uh, question question uh, celebration. Was supposed to happen last year, right? Yeah. So is that getting pushed off or no? So here's the interesting part. Because we were supposed to go for that. In August and September 2022. Okay. August is D23, I believe. No, I think I think Celebration is August and D23 is like a month later. It, or it's reverse. Either D, It's one of those two. Whatever. They're within a month of each other, both at the Anaheim Convention Center. They're still being in California? Yeah, in 2022. So we need to rebook our... So things could change, because that's a year and a half minimum yeah. from now. I think one of those is going to move, because you wouldn't put... Because here's the thing. If I'm choosing right now, even though I host a Star Wars podcast, which is like, not to brag, but like in the top 10 of Star Wars oh podcasts. I've never been to D23 Expo. I would rather go to D23 Expo. I want to see what they reveal with the parks and all the Disney movies, and there is a Star Wars presence there, anyways. Right. But I think they're going to move Star Wars Celebration because why wouldn't you save all the reveals for this for D twenty three, which just comes before Star Wars Celebration, mm. I believe. Plus, I want to get back to Disneyland. Disneyland is my home park. We bought some art from the Festival of the Arts, and both of my that I chose, we kind of both agreed on the on the Sleeping Beauty Castle, but like mm. the we, the postcard size one. My po- I chose two postcard size ones. I picked Sin- Sleeping Beauty Castle and Disneyland's Tiki Culture. So Trader Sam's, the Tiki oh, Room. Fun. That's all that's represented. Super cool. That's all represented from the Disneyland version. So it even says Disneyland on there. In the studio, I have an original Disneyland map that Kate got me for Christmas, hanging up on the wall. So 
I want to get back to Disneyland. That's my that's my home park. So, with that being said, any final words? Twenty twenty one going to be a better year. It's already been a better year than twenty twenty. So, we got to book a camping thing. So, right. Send us your uh, golf cart. Send us your uh, pizza suggestions. <laughs> any questions? Always magicalmousepod at gmail Magicalmousepod on Twitter. Magicalmousepodcast on Instagram. Facebook.com slash Magical Mouse Podcast, I think. I can't remember. We got to get that up and running. <laughs> it's and been then too long. You can find it all on MagicalMousePodcast.com. That'll do it for this episode of The Magical Mouse. Thank you so much for checking out the show. What do you want to do in 2021? What were you able to do in 2020, if anything? Let us know. Go to our website, MagicalMousePodcast.com. From there, you can email us, find us on social media, and like I said, check out our YouTube page and subscribe to the podcast. Next episode, we're going to head into the parks and do some recording. But in the meantime, check out our YouTube video that we posted from the Festival of the Arts, and we will see you on the next episode of The Magical Mouse.